Remdesivir, run for your life, dear. Dr. Brian Artis discusses the Gilead Sciences broad-spectrum antiviral drug. Thekleri registered sign, Remdesivir. Dr. Artis has become a key expert on Remdesivir since 2020. He has done more than 50 interviews in the media to expose the poisoning from this drug killing people. He also testified before several congressional hearings to get this information out. His work is still ongoing to potentially bring a lawsuit against the government, which is actively involved in selecting and mandating this drug as the only treatment for COVID-19, especially when alternative treatments are far more effective and safe. Remdesivir. Remdesivir is known to cause nephrotoxicity, drug-induced kidney damage, and hepatotoxicity, drug-induced liver damage. It was initially developed for the Ebola virus, which wasn't very effective. It failed the efficacy and safety in its trials. Dr. Arda states that over 30 to 50% of patients died treated with this drug. The majority of deaths related to COVID in America were caused by this drug and not the virus they were diagnosed with. Once COVID patients got admitted to the hospitals, many died to have never left. Dr. Artis exposes the intentional acts of our government and medical institutions to euthanize the elderly and murder the youth with this drug, being the only drug approved to treat COVID-19. EUA and FDA. Remdesivir was initially distributed to all hospitals in America by the United States Food and Drug Administration, FDA per emergency use authorization, EUA. The FDA approved this drug as the only treatment for COVID-19. The FDA also provided a fact sheet insert with its approval status, which stated that remdesivir was not recommended in adults with a low estimated glomerular filtration rate, EGFR, 30 ml men, a marker to indicate kidney disease. The FDA left it to the doctor's discretion if the potential outweighed the potential risk. See publication by Duke University School of Medicine FAQ, Remdesivir Formulation and Adverse Events. The Duke's publication recognized this drug's inherent risk of kidney and liver toxicity. The critical component of this drug is sulfabutyl-leather-beta-cycladextrin, SBECD sodium salt, which causes kidney damage. SBECD is a solubilizing agent which helps dissolve the drug as a homogeneous solution. This is also a key ingredient in another drug called voriconazole, where the scientists took its data for its kidney toxicity and applied it to remdesivir. Voriconazole is prescribed as antifungal therapy known to cause liver and kidney damage. SBECD renal and liver toxicity. PubMed abstract article published in August 2010 called Review of the Basic and Clinical Pharmacology of Sulfabutyl-Leather-Beta-Cycladextrin, SBECD. This was published pre-COVID era in 2010 to be more reliable than recent articles and data cited. The article states that little is known in the medical literature about SBECD. It is well known that it causes kidney and liver toxicity in animal studies. The most noteworthy findings were renal tubular vacuolation and foamy macrophages in the liver and lungs and mild toxicity in the kidney. However, SBECD does not have any apparent effects on cardiovascular or respiratory systems, nor on autonomic and somatic functions in animals. This is a crucial statement to be remembered. If SBECD and remdesivir is not the cause of heart damage, but mainly liver and kidney damage, then where does the heart damage come from? 
The short answer is perhaps that it could be related to cobra venom infusion known to cause mitochondrial and heart damage, as discussed later in this article. The Duke publication further states that, a critical point to remember is that treatment with remdesivir itself is not known to cause nephrotoxicity. However, SBECD may accumulate in patients with renal impairment and further potentiate the risk for nephrotoxicity. Duke's publication continues to warn of hepatotoxicity liver damage. Gilead studies showed that in healthy adults, all liver enzyme abnormalities return to normal with cessation of the drug. Of course, it did. Otherwise, if the healthy adults continued on the drug too long, they would have acute liver failure. It is important to note that there is an increased risk of transaminase elevation with remdesivir, observed in both healthy volunteers and patients with COVID-19. With ample evidence studies and literature against the use of remdesivir, FDA now only approved the drug anyway for all adults and now young children. Its insert listed the serious adverse events from this drug to include death, a life-threatening adverse event in patient hospitalization or prolongation of existing hospitalization, a persistent or significant incapacity, or substantial disruption of the ability to conduct normal life functions, a congenital anomaly birth defect, a medical or surgical intervention to prevent death, a life-threatening event hospitalization, disability, or congenital anomaly. African study to ban remdesivir. Dr. Artis described a year-long drug study from November 2018 to December 2019, which used experimental antiviral drugs on Africans for the Ebola virus. Anthony Fauci funded this study with the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, NIAID. Fauci seems to have his hands in everything related to the pre-planned pandemic, and authorization of these drugs to treat what Fauci funded and created in a gain of function labs, all designed to kill and murder humanity. The African study used for experimental drugs, remdesivir and three monoclonal antibodies, Regeneronsmap and MAB114. To diagnose Ebola in patients, the PCR test was used, which is not meant for viral testing. It's easy to manipulate the test to look at particles of a virus whether or not an actual virus is present in the body. The PCR test is intentionally used to create false positives on all tested viruses. This allowed the use of experimental drugs on people. Halfway through the study, remdesivir proved to be the only drug with over a 50% death rate in the experimental group. The African Safety Board pulled the drug from the research and told them that no other Africans could get it. This study alone proved to be ineffective, dangerous, and deadly. ZMAP was also pulled from this study for showing a 49.7% death rate. ZMAP is part of the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. DARPA program launched in 2006 to accelerate the rate at which vaccines and monoclonal antibodies like ZMAP could be produced. Given the new technology using genetic code for a vaccine or a drug that could be easily mailed to a person, rather than conducting traditional medical research that takes years and decades. Genetic manipulation with drugs is the new language where time can be shortened to a couple of hours. Remdesivir is reborn and authorized for COVID-19. Dr. Artis states that one month after the African study was published in December 2019, the U.S. government with the NIH granted Gilead another trial for COVID-19 patients. These were 53 PCR-positive patients 
worldwide, who were administered remdesivir for 10 days. This study was done over three months, from January to March 2020. The results were as expected in what Dr. Artis has stated publicly, where 31% of the patients developed multiple organ failure, kidney failure, septic shock, and hypertension. Several of them had to come off the drug early because they had to have emergency kidney transplants from acute nephrotoxicity from the drug. However, a few months later, in May 2020, Anthony Fauci selected remdesivir as the only drug to treat COVID-19 hospitalized patients. Around this time, the Veterans Administration, VA also did its study with thousands of its military veterans to be experimented on. The VA found that the drug had no impact on COVID-19 mortality, but only made soldiers sicker. For longer, Dr. Artis states that remdesivir is a deadly toxic drug known to cause acute kidney failure, liver failure, and heart failure. All the hospitalized patients died from the drug and not from the virus as claimed. On October 22, 2020, FDA still approved the drug as the only antiviral drug to treat COVID-19 patients, both young and old. Before that, it was just an experimental treatment under the EUA. A week later, the World Health Organization WHO also published its drug. Review to say that they do not recommend remdesivir for hospitalized COVID-19 patients. They said no one should use this drug to treat COVID-19 patients and that it would not be used on anyone. Dr. Artis says that since the use of remdesivir, the U.S. is the only country globally that had 500,000 dead in 2020, and now over 1 million are dead. No other country is even close to deaths compared to the U.S. It's a combination of the drug remdesivir with the sedation drugs to intubate patients that cause their demise. Hospitals use five drugs to sedate patients. Over time, these drugs suppress their ability to breathe and stop their heart beating, and the multiple organ failures with remdesivir become a euthanizing protocol. Medical community. When asked why more doctors don't come forward, Dr. Artis confirms this reality by quoting Dr. Peter McCullough. There are millions of licensed doctors in America, but we only heard from less than 500 at any point that we were speaking out against the mandated protocols and non-proven COVID-19 injections. Dr. Artis theorizes that there are two main reasons why more doctors haven't come forward to be complicit. Most nurses and doctors today are now employees of these large hospitals. As the hospital, boards employ them. The boards tell them what to do and what medical guidelines to follow. The government gives the board incentives to follow the government's protocols. If doctors and nurses refuse, the board threatens them with their licenses, loses their rights to the hospital, and turns them over to the state's medical board to either suspend or revoke their privileges. Like most Americans, Almost 90% of medical doctors and nurse practitioners live paycheck to paycheck. Going against hospital mandates threatens them financially to lose their livelihood and not being able to provide for their family if left without a job. Putting the healthcare workers in bondage has been a long-standing setup for over a decade, slowly abolishing doctors' autonomy and freedoms in practicing medicine. Today, they have very little liberty to practice medicine independently anymore. The healthcare workers are going through the test now that has already been given to the healthcare workers of the past in the Bible. The Pharaoh commanded the midwives to murder all Hebrews' newborn sons in Exodus 1.16. The midwives refused because they feared God.
Exodus 1.17 God rewarded them with families of their own. Exodus 1.21 Pharaohs of today are no different than in biblical times. If you are tested, fear God over men. God will provide and take care of you if you make the right choices he did with the midwives. Incentives Dr. Artis says at the Center for Medicare and Medicare Services, CMS, CMS.gov is behind these protocols, not just the Center for Disease Control, CDC. CMS incentivizes all hospitals to give them a 20% add-on bonus if they use remdesivir for all Medicaid, COVID-diagnosed patients aged 65 years and older. He says that this incentive is not just for the use of remdesivir. It's an incentive to receive the 20% bonus on the total hospital bill to make huge profits from diagnosis to poisoning the elderly with remdesivir. At a Senate hearing, Dr. Artis asked the senators if there is only one drug authorized. Then why does Medicare have to bribe the hospitals with a 20% incentive to use this only mandated drug? The senators, legislators, and Dr. Artis asked each other, why would they want to do that? The senators finally hypothecated that it sounds like they want to murder the elderly. A mass eugenic program approved for newborns. Dr. Artis also stated that FDA recently approved this drug for newborns as young as 28 days old. This is disgusting to go after babies and children to damage their health as soon as they enter this world. 30 to 50% of these children will likely die. If they survive, they will be damaged with organ failures and chronic diseases requiring medical intervention for life. This is a strong motivator for Dr. Artis to continue this work to save lives. Anyone who has come against this information to the sound of the alarm is participating in mass genocide. If the government designed to kill off the elderly, why mandated to the newborns? On January 21, 2022, the EUA now is mandating remdesivir for newborns seven pounds or heavier in America. A smaller dosage is used on children than on adults, but the dosage is still too high for their immune systems to likely cause severe damage and deaths. Dr. Artis's thoughts on EUA's new mandates for newborns were that the government was so successful at scaring people to avoid hospitals that it expanded its murdering spree outside the hospitals, now issuing protocols to the nursing homes. Private centers to treat newborns and monoclonal antibody centers for early treatment of COVID. There is no reason to advocate or suggest remdesivir to treat children at an almost 100% survival rate. He mentioned that inhaled budesonide, steroid, has a proven high success rate and is safe to treat preemies and 100-year-old individuals. So why use remdesivir on children and adults? He states that the only reason you would push remdesivir on a populace is to kill people. Granted immunity from liability. Under the CARES Act, all hospitals and practitioners are immune from medical malpractice liability so long as the government creates a national emergency, as it has over the last three years now. This is a constitutional violation by itself to abuse and sustain emergency powers beyond its intended purpose to last up to 14 days or short term to protect the public from a real emergency. However, there is no immunity for murder and intentional acts. We the people will need to ensure that all public officials, hospital administrators, and key politicians are arrested and prosecuted for murder, not for civil torts, i.e. negligence. There is no negligence here but sheer premeditated murder and abuse of power. This is why this article was written and Dr. Artis was interviewed. EUA usurps the Constitution. 
The EUA has usurped the Constitution and the law of the land to deprive its citizens all civil rights and freedoms. The federal government also seized powers that it was not granted in the Constitution and left to the people and the states, along with exerting powers in areas it had no authority to begin with. Instead, the government partnered with all states' leaders and private corporations to bring about their global agenda to take control of people's liberties and medical care. These acts are not of God but Satan. God gave us free will and full autonomy to live the way we choose despite giving us his sound wisdom and a plan for our life. Satan seeks to take away all human rights, our property, and the pursuit of happiness as a God-given right, grim despair, and cobra venom. When asked about the connection of cobra venom with Remdesivir, Dr. Artis mentioned the findings of two French and Chinese scientists who independently found when conducting gene sequencing of the spike protein of SARS-CoV-2 in 2020 to be similar to that of king cobra and Chinese kite snake venom. Enzymes. Cobra venom 19 toxins kill to cause respiratory failure, blood clotting, and other damage. It's also cardiotoxin damaging the heart muscle cells and cell mitochondria. This is precisely what remdesivir has shown to cause but was not explainable with. SBECD side effects referenced above. University of Arizona researchers found the exact link between COVID deaths and snake venom. An article written by Ashley Paredes and published on September 1, 2021, with AB News, quotes the researcher saying, We found evidence that there was an enzyme, a snake-like enzyme, in the blood of people who were in extraordinarily high levels says Dr. Foy Chilton, the senior author of the study with the University of Arizona, College of Agriculture and Life Sciences. Also, quoting Dr. Floyd Chilton saying, these high levels of this enzyme are looking at those issues in the organs and saying, you look like a bacteria, let's shred your membranes. Let's put these organs out of their misery. This is what Dr. Artis has been saying all along. He mentions another article published on the University of Arizona's website called Like Venom Coursing Through the Body, Researchers Identify Mechanism Driving COVID-19 Mortality. However, this article suggests that people naturally have similar low-level snake venom enzymes in their bodies. The Splato-IIA enzyme, which has similarities to an active enzyme in rattlesnake venom, is found in low concentrations in healthy individuals and has long been known to play a critical role in defense against bacterial infections, destroying microbial cell membranes. Many patients who died from COVID-19 had some of the highest levels of this enzyme that have ever been reported, said Chilton, who has been studying the enzyme for over three decades. Somehow the people who died of COVID had large amounts of these enzymes as a natural process rather than being poisoned with snake venom. Our bodies do not produce the same enzyme as snake venoms. A plausible explanation is that we have been slowly poisoned over time with very low dosages that the proteins are coursing through our veins for life. Mitochondria cell and heart damage. People dying from COVID treatments with heart damage look similar to venom poisoning. The venom enzymes damage mitochondria inside the cells. The heart has more mitochondria cells than any other organ in the body because the cells need a lot of energy to pump blood. Mitochondria organelle cells convert food energy into chemical energy called adenosine triphosphate, ATP to release it to all other cells, including the heart cells. All energy released in the body is ATP for every cellular and muscle function. Remdesivir is a prodrug of an ATP 
that binds with RNA-dependent RNA. Polymerase to inhibit viral replication. This means that the drug metabolizes after its administration to become a pharmacologically active drug with the body's cellular functions to mimic ATP function to bind with RNA. Dr. Artis states that the venom-like reaction shreds, the mitochondria inside the cells, and thus remdesivir could be linked with cobra venom toxins to cause similar effects. There is no direct evidence of this as of yet, but soon. However, cardiovascular researchers made such a link between remdesivir and mitochondrial damage. This article, published by Cardiovascular Research on October 5, 2021, called Remdesivir, induces persistent mitochondrial and structural damage in human-induced pluripotent stem cell-derived cardiomyocytes. The article states, Remdesivir-induced mitochondrial fragmentation, reduced redox potential, and suppressed mitochondrial respiration at levels below the estimated plasma concentration under both normoxic and hypoxic conditions. Further, the heart is metabolically demanding and is relying on oxygen to drive oxidative phosphorylation in the mitochondria. Remdesivir also altered the electrophysiological properties of cells, where it significantly reduced spontaneous firing frequency of cells. The article concluded that remdesivir caused mitochondrial, structural, electrophysiological, and persistent cardiac damage. Perhaps this is one explanation for sudden deaths in athletes and others who function on high. ATP energy production and cellular use. The heart needs the most ATP energy when athletes are highly engaged to induce the ATP production cycle. If the mitochondrial cells are shredded and damaged, the body can instantly shut down, causing death. It's not so much heart inflammation that caused the deaths but the shutdown of ATP production, which is more noticeable in athletes, like a corrupt glitch of a computer code instantly shutting down a computer. Remember, the article cited above by Duke University stated that SBECD does not have any apparent effects on cardiovascular or respiratory systems, nor on autonomic and somatic functions in animals. SBECD was cited as the critical reason for kidney and liver failure. Yet, other researchers link remdesivir with cardiotoxicity to cause heart damage and death. Given all the research studies cited, it's reasonable to conclude that remdesivir has added toxins, like cobra venom, as Dr. Artis stated, to cause similar venomous reactions. And illness, Genentech and cobra venom connection. Genentech funded and published a peer-reviewed study on king cobra venom and all its toxins in January 2020. Thus, Genentech is an expert on king cobra venom, as the side effects of king cobra venom appear to be nearly identical to remdesivir. Does Gilead Sciences, who makes the drug remdesivir, have a connection with Genentech? Dr. Artis found their connection. Gilead purchased several of Genentech labs in 2011 and hired its executives. Thus, Gilead had direct access to its snake venom research, king cobra genome sequencing, and venom neurotoxins from its labs. They could quickly produce synthetic or natural king, cobra venom in a lyophilized form, similar to the manufacturing of remdesivir. COVID-19 seems to be a code name for cobra venom ID-19 neurotoxins. Genentech and MedGenome published its abstract article on PubMed in January 2020, called The Indian Cobra Reference Genome and Transcriptome Enables Comprehensive Identification of 
Venom Toxin states that we reported de novo neurochromosomal genome assembly of Nyanaya, the Indian cobra, a highly venomous, medically important snake. Our assembly has a scaffold in 50 of 223.35 MB, with 19 scaffolds containing 95% of the genome. Of the 23,248 predicted protein-coding genes, 12,346 venom gland expressed genes constitute the venomome, and this included 139 genes from 33 toxin families. Among the 139 toxin genes were 19 venomome-specific toxins, VSTs, that showed venom gland-specific expression, and these probably encode the minimal core venom effector proteins. Synthetic venom reconstituted through recombinant VST expression will aid in the rapid development of safe and effective synthetic antivenom. Additionally, our genome could serve as a reference for snake genomes, support evolutionary studies, and enable venom-driven drug discovery. So it's not too far-fetched to conclude that venom is involved with the government's sinister agenda to kill and harm people intentionally. Banned. Effective therapies over remdesivir. Many low-cost therapies like ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, vitamin C, udesonide, and even home remedies are far more effective against viral infections. Natural home remedies like fresh garlic, ginger, and onions are far more effective than other drugs. Instead, Fauci and the government mandated ban the use of all such therapies. Dr. Artis previously stated that the likely reason was that all such treatments interfered with metabolizing the venom enzymes to neutralize it. Hydroxychloroquine is known and published to state that it interferes with venom toxins. The University of Arizona also found that those who had high levels of vitamin C negated the venom enzymes found in the blood. Vitamin C has saved these people's lives. China knew about vitamin C. John Hopkins published its chart of all COVID deaths worldwide, where China was not even on its list when the virus supposedly started in Wuhan, China. Dr. Artis said China is likely omitted because it gave all its citizens high doses of vitamin C infusions and pills to prevent death. It also manufactured its vaccines to reject American-branded vaccines. Perhaps it knows the agenda to murder Americans. Further, the Chinese people rejected the forced vaccination plan to take it voluntarily. Although another chart showed that China is 90% vaccinated while the U.S. is 70% vaccinated, contradicting that it's voluntary, the posted statistical data is likely false propaganda to show that nearly all of the world is vaccinated and that their strict measures produce the least deaths. This is not true because the opposite is true. Conclusion. Regardless of the truth, we know that COVID-19 is a manufactured, planned, and executed well pandemic to synchronize the world leaders and corporations with the tyrannical agenda to take control of people's lives health, and liberties at all costs, even death. All levels of government have been involved in being able to execute this quickly and maintain control over the last three years. It's not over yet. We are still in this deep plan for mass genocide and change of the guards to implement the New World Order. Many have wondered if we are in the Great Tribulation to mimic the mark of the beast where no man can buy and sell without the mark with the intent of creating a COVID global ID and passport. The powers to be would like to jumpstart to the end, but God has his timing that no one knows, not even Jesus or the angels. Matthew 24, 36. Ultimately, 
The mark is likely to infuse Satan's DNA with man's to bring about a new hybrid species that got damned in Genesis with the flood. The mRNA technology is just starting to approach this level, but it's not quite there. The significant failure of the cabal is that they wrongfully interpreted the Bible to try to force the mark of the beast and do all the things they did with COVID. People will willingly choose to enter Satan's kingdom over God's by accepting the mark. People will rejoice over Satan's arrival and turn on Christians to be their obstacle to merging with Satan, where they will send each other gifts upon executing the two witnesses. Revelation 11.10 Satan will perform miracles and supernatural powers to woo the people and mimic Jesus. Revelation 13.13 13. People will believe he is the Messiah, even the elective possible. Matthew 24.24 24. We are not yet in such supernatural times and openly acknowledging the fallen ones. God said as it was in the days. Of Noah, it shall be again. Matthew 24, 37. The days of Noah had to do with extreme violence, genetic corruption, and supernatural mixing with the fallen angels living on earth. The hybrid giants were overpowering the humans. They were evil to corrupt all life on earth. If the days of Noah are to return, then we have seen nothing yet. Men's hearts will fail as these days approach. Luke 21, 26. Stay strong and keep faith that all things will work out for good. Romans 8.28 The work of Dr. Artis is not done in vain but will lead to good, glorifying God to triumph over evil. We know that we are of God, and the whole world lies in wickedness. 1 John 5.19 Look, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Luke 10, 19, Mev. I can do all things because of Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4, 13, Mev. 